Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And a huge, well, it's huge is probably the wrong word. But we got to pull back. Uh, in the gold and silver markets. Remember on Friday we double-tested support, bounced off on the the trade war updates, uh, the White House, uh, and really not even the White House because the president hasn't tweeted about it, which kind of gets to my point that I'm going to be making here. But the the... The United States is trying to deny uh, that any uh, that we're gonna ban investments in China and delist Chinese companies. Wink, wink, nod, nod. And I'm gonna bring you up to speed on that uh, trade. Uh, one of our key trade negotiators, uh, Peter Navarro, was on TV today. Fascinated. Uh, and then it's Golden Week today. Now. This is something new for me that I'm going to have to put on the calendar. China is off all week. So they're they're not around. They they have what they, they're celebrating, I don't know, the birthday. They call it the Golden Week. Uh, and nobody's there. So like the Shanghai Gold Exchange is closed. Now the Shanghai Gold Exchange, remember now, Hasn't been around very long, right? This is uh, something that is a very new phenomenon over the last, you know, say six years, six, five, six years, something like that, that it's been opened. And I did not know this until this weekend. I saw it this weekend. Uh, it is out again today. This is now one of the dates when you say. When do I want to buy gold and silver? This is the week. The 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 golden week where where China's uh, where the Shanghai Gold Exchange and I don't know if all the markets in China are closed or or not. I think they are. This is now a at least since it's been open. Like I said, it hasn't been open that long. This has been the bottom of the gold and silver market every single year since going all the way back to 2013. Uh, if you track the 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 two weeks, uh, the week before and then this week, so the the two weeks combined, uh, it, like clockwork, big pullbacks in gold and silver, and then uh, I'll. And then, like clockwork, whew, gold and silver come flying back uh, and, and actually end up higher uh, than when the pullback had started. And, and like I said, when, when it happens once or twice, it's one thing. Uh, six years in a row, you kind of got my attention. So we got a lot to talk about. But before I do uh, Golden Week, we're going to have to talk about the trade thing that happened uh, and, and what to believe. So on Friday, we heard that, hey, we know tariffs aren't enough. It's not enough. 
And I've been telling you this now for over a year and a half. And we heard for the very first time, Bloomberg broke it. Then CNBC and Reuters and everybody else picked it up. That we were talking internally about blocking investment into China and possibly delisting Chinese companies from our stock exchange markets. And I I remember I was telling you on Friday, this is the next step, right? We're trying to get a deal. And I, I, I get the feeling that we know that we're not that close to a deal and this is uh, we're trying to let China know hey listen we're going to start pulling other levers right and and, and uh, remember gold was, was down at 1288 we talked about how that's been support and then all of a sudden it came roaring back when that news broke over the weekend the White House, the Treasury, not the White House spokesperson, the Treasury, the Treasury Department spokesperson, who, and again, like I said in the last hour, who even knew that they had a spokesperson? Because usually if the Treasury wants to say something, Steve Mnuchin says it. We didn't get any tweets from the president saying this was fake news or anything like that either. But they released a statement saying that the United States was not banning investments in China or delisting Chinese companies from American exchanges. And they threw in what I thought was the key phrase, at this time. And, and of course, I, I figured that they were trying to do damage control. My guess is... Uh, the Chinese were not very happy on Friday. And uh, they're supposed to be here on, on October the 10th. And 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 I, my guess is they threatened not to come, and so we backtracked a little. I don't know that. That's pure speculation on my part. But this morning, Peter Navarro was on TV. Well, I'll say a very angry and combative trade representative was on TV this morning. I'll share that with you next. Then we'll talk about the golden week and why now maybe it's a, something we need to pay attention to. 800-951-0592. Get ready to dial. If you want to take advantage of a least now six-year trend of buying near the bottom. I can't do it. I never get to buy the bottoms. I, I mean, you would think that if anyone could buy the bottoms, it'd be, it's impossible. You, you never catch them. I always, you know, Eric taught me this line, and, I, and I've always repeated it to people that, you know, God's got a sense of humor. If you, if you buy today, it goes down tomorrow. If you don't buy today, it goes up tomorrow. Right? That's usually my luck. Uh, so uh, this is going to be an opportunity here, and, and I'll get to that here in just a minute. But i got to talk about Peter Navarro because he was out on TV this morning. And they, they said that uh, they called it the Navarro rule. 
And Navarro said to CNBC that uh, the story that broke on Friday, which appeared in in Bloomberg, he said that he's read it, and is and and far more carefully than it was written. Now, listen, he comes; he's in a bad mood. Right? He's, he's not happy. And, and my 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 first reaction is, I think they're playing. I don't really think he's mad. I think we wanted China to hear this. And that's why it got out there on Friday, because I think this is what's going to happen, by the way. Just so you know. I absolutely think this is going to happen. But but he, we needed to deny it. He's, he's, he's playing to the Chinese here. So I actually think, hey, you know what, I want to give a little credit, a little savviness here by the Trump administration. Because we all know, if this wasn't true, Trump would have been out on Twitter on Friday. Right? We know that. So here he is, and somehow he can read it more carefully than it was written. I don't know I don't know how you do that. But he did. Right? Because I mean I read it to you guys on the air as it was breaking. But apparently uh, he read it far more carefully than it was written. Over half of it, he says was highly inaccurate or simply flat-out false. So does that mean the other half is accurate and true? Obviously, I think it is. Uh, And, and of course, it was really irresponsible journalism. The problem that we have here, these bad stories push out the good and what happens is, as soon as Bloomberg puts it out there, there's pressures on other to put it out there. And it was so interesting because one of the commentators on CNBC just tried to ask a follow-up question, and he just got nasty. And he started talking about, first he wanted to deny it, and he did. And then... He started talking about some Chinese companies and that are listed on our stock exchange. He said there are hundreds of them. Said that they have a market cap that exceeds well over a trillion dollars. He didn't mention any by name. And then he said that they... And and I'm going to... Paraphrase because first of all, CNBC I can't find it. Right, that part of the interview's been cut out. Uh, the comments are gone, but trust me, it was there. I was watching, accusing hundreds of Chinese companies of providing false information in their filings. Because if you're going to list on our stock exchanges, you've got to. You've got to file certain reports. And according to our trade trade representative, Peter Navarro, this morning, the Chinese are submitting fake reports. And I'm starting there, and I'm thinking, so it is true, right, that, hey, we may be... De- now, I guess to his point, hey, we may not 
ban all the Chinese companies, just the ones that we say are going to be fake. But he didn't say that. But he said that they're submitting all these faults. Why would they allow them to be listed if that's true? If what he said was true this morning, why wouldn't any company, I don't care if it's Chinese or American or any country in between, if you're submitting false reports and plotting them off as real and we know about it that should be what what should happen you should be delisted immediately right because obviously they don't because obviously they don't make the reports worse (laughs) they're trying hey look how great we are right they want their stock price and it was nobody said anything about it. I again why should they oh well shouldn't we delist any company that says that uh, and then it was it went a step further and one of the it was Mohammed El Arian I don't expect you to know his name he's been going on the he's a regular guest on there he's been a regular guest on there longer than I've been doing radio and he used to I think he used to manage uh, one of the biggest funds in the world, the PIMCO fund. I don't know. I don't even know what he does now. But he tried to do what I did Friday, which was, and I think spot on. Hey, is this a new, a new piece of the trade war now? That we're getting ready, we're letting everybody know, including the Chinese, okay, we get it, right? You're content on letting us slap these tariffs on, and that's not going to be enough. You've exempted some stuff, we've exempted ten times, well, we're probably about a hundred times more than Chinese, but either way, we, we can exempt the stuff we care about, and then everything else, oh well. And... Are you letting China know, okay, this is what we're going to do next? And I thought it was a great question. Uh, And, and again, Navarro got mad. He got surly. It's fake news and all this other stuff. So that's what happened this morning. And gold was back down down. right back down at that support level that we saw last week. We've seen it a few times. And then we actually got economic data out. And it was manufacturing. And this was for the whole country. This wasn't like Chicago PMI or New York PMI. And it was bad. Uh, Remember, this is a number where 50 is no growth. Anything below 50 is contraction. Anything above 50, you're growing. It was 47. And every component in the every one, I, it, employment down, uh, new orders down, order shipped down. I mean, everything was down. Hours worked. Da, 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 da. And it was, you know, they were expecting, they were hoping for 50. And then... Gold started to bounce, and I started to laugh because I'm like, because I just lowered prices, and I was like, oh, great, here we go. Now it's going to come all the way back, but it didn't. And now, right now, gold is down $28. 
Uh, it was down more than that. I just turned around. I promise you, it was down like thirty-three. Uh, it's down twenty-eight dollars at fourteen seventy. And again, remember, and I've said this now over the last several weeks: the computers want gold to go to fourteen fifty, and 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 it doesn't matter why or how or what, but the data won't let it. In other words. They were ready for it. They had it all set up. And this is kind of where the charts say it should go and blah, 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 blah. And then every time they think they've got it, actual data comes out and it's not good. Right? Remember remember all the data that we've gotten over the last couple of weeks? All of it's been GDP final revision, bad. Right? It stayed at, at 2%. Uh, durable goods orders. That number was terrible on Friday, right? Today, now we get the manufacturing number. And then I saw I saw it this weekend. It's back out on Zero Hedge today. And it's called the Golden Week. As of today, China will be on vacation for its Golden Week national holiday. And this means weakness appears to be traders front-running the traditional chaos that the rest of the world plays when China leaves the playing field. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. China will be back in business next week. And that means the Shanghai Gold Exchange... That is the counter to Western manipulators, and I don't know if that's, I mean, we'd like to believe that, but I, I think China manipulates just like we do. And that it will right, likely help rebalance prices to where they were before this re- recent takedown. We could be wrong. But something tells us that the gold and silver price won't stay low for much longer and that we are going to see a complete turnaround when China reopens on October 9th. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then they put up all these charts. And it says Golden Week 2013. And they and it's a day by day chart, and and it's like two weeks. The two weeks, the, so in other words, the week before the golden week, and then golden week, and then they show the preceding weeks after it. Okay, so you got essentially a month's worth of data. And so when they're sitting there looking at the, this this data point, and again, starting in 2013, here's a chart. So one month, two weeks before, two weeks after. And the two weeks before and during, I guess enduring, right? Gold falls. Bottoms out the day before China reopens. Within two weeks... It's higher than it was before the, the the drop starts. 
2014. Gold actually bottoms the day China reopens. And once again, over the next two weeks, right back, it actually goes higher than it was previous. 2015 was the only one in the whole chart where it wasn't like the day before, the day after. It was actually one to the third day that China reopened. By the way, it made a huge move that day to the upside. Just went down and then skyrocketed back up, closed above where it was. 2016, the bottom actually happened three days before China reopened. But again, same pattern. Big drop. Spikes back up. 2017, the bottom hit the day China reopened. 2018, the bottom hit the day China reopened. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Putting your hand on your heart and saying the words, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, is not a very hard thing to do. We all did it as we were going through school. It doesn't take too much time, and it requires no more investment than an American flag to pledge to. Yet there is a distinctly anti-pledge culture rising up in America today. Don't worry, schools are still pledging. They won't take that away yet because it would create too many headlines. Instead, they are starting incrementally. Where once the pledge was recited every day, it has now been relegated to just one day a week in many schools. It's not hard to imagine a future where it's eliminated altogether. The classroom is not the only place where we see this anti-pledge uprising. Corporate America is becoming all too hostile to this most basic commitment to our nation. A survey by the Center for Study of Responsive Law was conducted amongst 20 of the largest corporations chartered in the United States. The simple question was asked whether the president of the corporation would recite the Pledge of Allegiance on behalf of the company at their annual shareholder meetings. That doesn't sound like a particularly unreasonable request, does it? After all, the survey isn't calling for them to force all of their employees or even all their board members to give the pledge. It's simply a call for these American companies to pledge their loyalty to America. The results of this simple survey are shocking. Not a single company was willing to adopt the suggestion. In fact, despite numerous letters and calls, only two of the companies even responded. At least Chevron and Walmart had the guts to write back and explain why they wouldn't say the pledge. Meanwhile, companies like Apple, AT&T, Bank of America, and ExxonMobil won't even acknowledge their own lack of patriotism. From the schoolroom to the boardroom, Americans need to get back to the Pledge of Allegiance. It's simple, beautiful, and a way for us to unite in a continually dividing world. I believe there is still hope for one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Political correctness is no longer simply about restricting speech. This tool for tyranny has led to employees being fired, 
pastors silenced, small businesses closed, and truth suppressed. Thankfully, the politically correct can't censor the work at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. We're back, 800-951-0592. So we've had the, the golden week where Shanghai is closed. We've got a six-year... Now, I don't know what happened in 2012, 2011. Uh, I, I, I didn't look, but the, the article went back for the last six years. Within... The month, so the two weeks leading up to Golden Week and the two weeks after Golden Week, for six straight years, gold bottles, within, say, three or four days of the end of the that two weeks or the week before and the week of. So we're just starting the week up. So sometime between, say, you know, Wednesday and within three days of Shanghai reopening. So you got this little tiny window. Gold bottoms and bounces. Gold bottoms and bounces. And where does it bounce to? Because that's really kind of important, too. Every single year, the worst it does is goes back to where it was before the the drop starts. Right, so what are we looking at? 1530 to 1550? Something in there. But... Four out of the six years, gold actually bounces even higher. In other words, it takes out. Uh, so uh, are we going to take out that, that 1560 this time? I don't know. But but a very clear pattern, something that we'll have to pay attention to as well. And then, uh, well, I was on the break. Eric texted me. My uncle texted me. This is, and I'll just read it to you. This is the gold election run interrupted. The liberals think they don't need to run gold now because they're going to impeach the president instead. No impeachment equals $5,000 gold. Now, I love the analysis that was done about Golden Week. I do. I, you know me. I'm a, I'm a chart guy. I'm a number guy, right? I, it all makes sense to me that way. I'll take my uncle's word over any chart any day of the week because I've seen him do it for decades. As to when he, when he makes calls, calls like that, you need to pay attention. I had, uh, I got a special today. Uh, we, we had 40 of them. I don't even, I mean, people were actually were calling during the break. I've got 35 one-ounce gold eagles. They'll actually be uh, in my possession here in Phoenix. 
Got 35 one ounce gold eagles at 15.25. So you've got gold at 14.70. So you're looking at one ounce American gold eagles at 55 dollars over spot. And you know my rule on gold. It's my rule on silver as well. Right? Buy U.S. minted materials and buy them as close to spot as possible. And today, it's the Gold Eagle uh, at fifteen hundred and twenty-five bucks at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, according to the Golden Week charts. Gold should be above fifteen twenty-five. In the within uh, what the next ten days, twelve days, something like that. Let's just say within the next two weeks. That's what the charts say. Or, as my uncle said, as soon as there's no impeachment, gold's on its way to five thousand. Either way, I think you come out ahead. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592, that is the toll-free number. By the way, uh, if you weren't listening to the first hour, uh, the Democrats are now saying they are going to bring the impeachment of the president to a vote before the end of the year. Uh, So there you it looks like at least the House. Apparently, the House thinks they must have the votes. Uh, They're saying that uh, they're going to be bringing uh, a vote on the impeachment of the president uh, before the end of the year. Mitch McConnell's already come out and said if that is the case, uh, that he's going to have no choice and that vote will have to be brought to the Senate as well. Uh, So, you know, we got a bunch of things that are happening out here. I don't... I don't know. And then get it. I live in a bubble. I do. I, I admit it. I hang out with people that support the president. And 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 I, I don't know the, the liberals and what they're thinking makes no sense to me. I don't know. I don't recognize this country any longer. I don't get it. Right? I, I, I if if this is an impeachable offense, then every president since the beginning of time should have been impeached. That's just the way I think of it. I mean, I, it's crazy, and and I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it'll actually happen. But yet here they are. They're insisting on it. They, they've lost their minds. I mean, first it was the Russia thing, which here's what's so funny is. The whole Russia thing was made on this this made up dossier. Remember, by the uh, uh, the 007 type agent in England, right? You know, right. The Steele dossier, which the Democrats had made up, right? They made it so they knew it was fake the whole time. They didn't, that didn't stop them, right? Same thing here. Right? This the same thing here, right? They they know that what they wanted the president to, to the president to have said and what he actually said were two different things, but that it doesn't matter. So either way, the best buying opportunity just circle 
the end of September, beginning of October, on your calendar now every year. You know, when I first started here, when gold was making its run, every summer gold would hit a bottom. And, and Eric, you know, we were following you like uh, you always wanted to be to buy at the beginning of the year. March was always a good time to to buy. The summer was always the lows, and you wanted to buy again in August and then sell around Christmas time. That was the pattern for years. Now we got a new pattern. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Golden Week. Really, we probably should call it the Golden Month. The, the next, well, we're already in it here, right, for 28 days. The week before and the week of China's Golden Week holiday where the Shanghai markets are closed. Six straight years, because this one already looks like it's going to be another one. Because uh, before before this, gold was what, we got, what, 1550? And it's been falling, and it's been a weird fall, too. Because it's like the data doesn't really support gold falling at all. Look at the PMI today and how bad it was. You know, look at second quarter GDP was only 2%. But when you look in there, outside of the consumer, nothing was happening. Yet we had durable goods last week. We had retail sales. Remember retail sales, consumer spending? There wasn't any. General Motors hasn't made a car in like three weeks. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I don't know, right? It, we haven't even talked, you know, the, the oil strikes in Saudi Arabia, which is still boggles the mind. And then this weekend, the Saudis got whooped again. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the Houthis or whatever, Yemen, whoever, whatever, they're, whooped them again. Blew up a bunch of bridges, took a bunch of hostages. I mean, just crushed them. The Saudi, uh, the king of Saudi Arabia was out on TV saying Iran must be stopped or we'll see oil prices that the world has never seen. He just said that today. I think oil's down. (laughs) Oil's down, right? It's just all this stuff makes no sense. Everybody, Wall Street wants to pretend that we we didn't mean it that that we're gonna make nice in this trade deal with China it's not gonna happen but we do have this nice pattern here for six straight years I like that that says by the way somewhere between now and next week is the bottom and after that it goes back to where it was or even higher. Right? And four out of six it was higher. And that's just the two that that's just you know the, the charts are, it's only a twenty eight day chart. That's it. It's all, it's all that's there. And then you have my uncle chiming in <laughs> texting me on the phone. Hey, this is all the impeachment selling, right? The and he's been saying this a lot. I gotta get him on the air again. He's been uh, showing up here lately, which, which is always a good sign, which means he, he's getting fired up. But he's been talking about the liberals 
have been running the gold market. Right? They're the ones that have been buying it all. And of course, they don't buy real gold. Right? They, they just don't. Uh, they're, they're, they're a different makeup. They, they like their paper gold and all that stuff, but they're the ones buying the gold market. And they're Kind of like the Russia thing, they they feel like they they've got this impeachment thing, and that this one somehow is going to work. Uh, my uncle says it's not going to work, and gold's headed to five thousand. So either way, uh, one ounce American gold eagles at fifteen and a quarter uh, looks like a, a pretty great buying opportunity if this chart is right, and it's been right for six straight years. Uh, if it's right again. Uh, within the next two to three weeks, the gold price is going to be above fifteen twenty-five. So, gold eagles, one ounce gold eagles, at fifteen and a quarter at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, gold's down twenty-nine dollars on bad PMI and a. Trade Peter Navarro, our main, one of our main, him and Robert Lighthizer, our two main trade guys, along with Mnuchin. When he came out and tried to say it was fake news, but then he really said, hey, by the way, there's hundreds of Chinese companies listed on American exchanges providing bogus information. Wouldn't they have, wouldn't they try to protect you from that? Wouldn't they want to protect us from that? Wouldn't one of the questions at least be, well, shouldn't they be delisted just for that, right? You know, that that sort of thing. Uh, I really, truly, this is the flavor that I got out of it. One, he was fake upset, right? <laughs> He's playing a bit, right? Because they, they, they leaked it on purpose. They wanted China to know this is what, if, if you don't come here, ready to play nice and and do what we tell you to do and stop being a communist country. We're going to do this next. So, uh, and then they needed to come out because China didn't like it, right? So he had to come out and pretend like they didn't really say what they said. They said it. You know they did. I know they did. Uh, and again, that's just one more. Just throw another log on the fire. Right, is Saudi Arabia in trouble? It looks like it. It looks like they're in trouble. Uh, my guess is at a minimum, even more U.S. troops heading to Saudi Arabia. Are we going to war with Iran? I don't know. Uh, I say let the Saudis defend them, for, fight for themselves, but that's just me. And uh, as Eric said, the impeachment thing, uh, where's that heading? We'll wait. I guess the whistleblower is going to testify. That should be fun. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a lot of great quotes out of that. Uh, and and now the uh, the the process starts. Right, the process starts, and we'll have to wait and see. But according to the Democrats this morning, impeachment will be brought to the floor before the end of the year. So there you go. Got all your options laid out for you. What are you going to do? Are you going to buy the dips from the dips? Or are you just going to be a dip? 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 
final segment here on this Monday. We'll, we'll have to see uh, what what tomorrow may bring. Uh, we had bad data out, but don't worry. Uh, we've denied that we're going to ban and delist Chinese companies and all of those other bad things that we released on Friday, or, well, we leaked on Friday. Uh, impeachment is rattling on here in the United States. And how about this one? Uh, in case you missed it again, all of this stuff always comes out over the weekend. Consumer stress starting to appear here. Defaults rise to the highest level in 2019, and it really doesn't matter. Pick a category. Auto loans, credit cards, even even the mortgage now uh, hitting the highest levels and really across the board, Miami, L.A., Dallas, Chicago, New York, all of the composites as well. So uh, they're saying that uh, leading banks, the index is leading banks, mortgage companies, and $11 trillion in outstanding loans sourced by 11500 lenders so you think about whoever uh, it was what Experian so Experian you know the credit reporting agency well one of them right they came out over the weekend and said hey the consumer the the great strength starting to weaken defaults rose in every single major category defaults rose pretty much all, it didn't matter where. It wasn't like, hey, it was just in California or just in New York. It didn't matter where it was throughout the country. Uh, consumer defaults on the rise. So we've got this this huge disconnect. The data doesn't seem to matter right now, uh, but it's all about the spin. Uh, don't believe it. Buy on the dips, from the dips. This is a this is a one shot deal today. This this. Uh, the Gold Eagles, fifteen twenty-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's been hanging around fourteen seventy, so you're talking about fifty-five dollars over U.S. minted material. I mean, within a percentage points of spot, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. By the way, uh, the also. Oh God, I just drew a blank. Uh, the metals plants. I, I couldn't think of the name. The metals plants. Wendy actually came in early today. I'm going to tell you right now. I've been here 16 years. She's never showed up early, ever in 16 years. Uh, but that was. This is how determined we are. We're going to try to get uh, as many of them done, and. We'll have to wait and see uh, about what happens, but we're going to try to get through them all in the next couple of days. Uh, before the end of the week, uh, we should have every single one of them out. So if you are a metals plan participant uh, and you're gonna you're a pickup, we'll start calling you. Uh, if you're getting shipped, you're gonna your shipment's gonna go out before the end of the week. So be ready for those. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow.